The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. to the Thursday, March 9th, 2023 meeting of the Ann Arbor Historic District Commission. This meeting is being held in person and electronically via Zoom. Members of the public who would like to comment on hearings or other matters may do so in person or virtually. To speak at the public comment, um, 
call 206-337-9723 or 213-338-8477 or toll free 877-853-5247. Enter meeting ID 965-3669-9762. That information is also on the published agenda. It is in the public notices section of the city website and it's on the broadcast of this meeting on CTN Channel 16, AT&T Channel 99, and online at www.a2gov.org slash watchctn. So we will conduct this meeting uh, similar to an in-person meeting. Um, we've already had our technical issue, but if we have another one, please bear with us. Okay, Ms. Thatcher, will you please call the roll? Yes. Uh, Thank you. Present. Uh, Commissioner Ross. Present. Commissioner Fortner. Present. Commissioner Rockland. Here. Commissioner Everson. Commissioner White. And Commissioner Quijano. You do have a quorum, though you will need three positive votes to pass a motion. Okay. Thank you, Ms. Thatcher. So now we will go to a pr approval of the agenda, and I'm wondering if there's any additions, deletions, or changes to the agenda. And I have none. Okay, seeing none and hearing uh, no objection, the agenda is approved as presented. And now we will go to section D. This is public comment. This is an opportunity for persons to speak for up to three minutes about an issue that is not on the uh, listed as a public hearing on this agenda. So please, please call the number that I, I read earlier um, or raise your hand in the Zoom meeting. And city staff will select callers one by one using the, their last three digits or a raised hand. And in order to raise your hand on the phone, press star nine and um, you will hear instruction. Any, anyone? We do. Yeah. Um, caller whose number ends in 345, I am allowing you to talk. Please state your name. Hi, um, my name is Kitty Khan. I live in the Old West Side Historic District, and I'm calling in about the proposed development for 415 West Washington Street. I know you'll be discussing that project at your working session later, but I'm unable to attend in person, so I'm calling in instead. I will be quoting from the Historic District Guidelines of 2012. If there are any more recent guidelines, uh, please tell me where I can find them. But in any case, this is from the section on new construction in a historic district. Not appropriate. Introducing any new building that is out of scale or otherwise inappropriate to the setting's historic character. Introducing a new feature that is visually incompatible with or that destroys the patterns of the site or the district. Introducing new construction onto a site or in a district which is visually incompatible in terms of size, scale, design, 
materials, and texture, or which destroys relationships on the site or the district, unquote. The proposed development for 415 West Washington is in no way appropriate to the Old West Side Historic District. It is not compatible in terms of size and scale, and it would destroy relationships with the neighborhood. Please do not approve this plan. Thank you very much. Thank you. Is there anyone else? Uh, we do have one more caller whose phone ends in 534. I'm allowing you to talk now. Caller ending in 534. Good evening. This is Tom Stolberg. I'm calling from Lower Town in Ann Arbor, and I'm a former Historic District Commissioner, six years, chair for two years. And following on from the previous caller about the working session you're going to have on 415 West Washington. It has passed at the Planning Commission. Let me rephrase that. It has been recommended for approval by the Planning Commission. The next step will go to City Council. However, this application is highly flawed, and I would suggest that you focus your attention on what the Historic District Commission guidelines are. Some of those were just read by the previous caller. I'd also like to mention that when comparing this to other buildings, the applicant is comparing it to non-contributing structures inside the district, such as the MARC and the Y, and they're comparing it to other structures that are outside of the district. Your attention should be on comparing this application to the contributing structures inside the historic district. You're also going to hear how there's competing interests for this site. There's a cleanup. There's affordable housing issues. That should not be the focus of your decisions. You should be focusing on the criteria of a historic district commission. There's also doubt that this application is even legal. I spoke with an attorney about this who feels it is not. I won't have the time to argue the legalities of it, but in short, under the planned unit development district, in the UDC, it says the zoning district shall not be allowed where it's sought primarily to avoid the imposition of standards and requirements of other zoning classifications or other city regulations. This does very specifically. The UDC also states that for premiums, and they're using D2 as a comparison, as a base for this, the D2 premiums may apply, be applied only to lots that are located entirely outside of the historic district and contain no part of a floodplain. This is in a historic district and contains, the whole site nearly is in a floodplain. So going from 60 feet max in a D2 to 70 feet with the premium is not allowed, nor is it allowed to use a PUD to effectively do the exact same thing. And whenever the law is in conflict, there's another statement in the UDC that says the stricter standards should apply. I won't make you judge based on the legality tonight, but I do think you should emphasize the historic district guidelines and standards that you've been given in analyzing this application. And I think that you should reject it. This 
has clearly not been designed to be compatible with the historic district. It's been designed for other purposes, and then they are trying to do their best to make it sound like it applies. But it does not. But that's my opinion. You'll use yours, and I trust your judgment. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else? We just got a new caller. If you would like to speak at this public commentary, please raise your hand or hit star nine on your phone. Okay. I think you're all, wait, 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 wait. Nope, that's still Tom. Nope, nobody knew. You're all set. Thank you very much. Okay, so the public comment is closed, moving to unfinished business, and there is no unfinished business, so we'll move right to hearings, and on to hearing F1, and that is 543 Detroit. Ms. Thatcher, please give the staff report. Thank you. Thank you. This is the circa 1850s Thorpe Frank House. Um, it was before the HDC uh, as recently as December to add a shed dormer and a rear slider. Um, and this uh, application is proposing some new work on the back of the house. It's on the west side of Detroit, north of East Kingsley and south of North Division. And the applicant is seeking HDC approval to construct a lower level walkout addition with a roof deck accessed by the main floor and a bump out off the rear elevation to add a powder room window on the rear elevation and a gas fireplace direct vent on the north side. Uh, this is a pretty straightforward application. Uh, walking around the house here, this is the back from the backyard. Uh, at some point, as you'll recall, somebody excavated the back wall of the basement and made it a walkout of sorts. The work under the tarp area has already been approved. Um, you guys remember it. It's sliders going in and new windows. Um, an, an addition is proposed under basically where the deck is right now. It would be a little bit narrower, come out a couple feet farther, but just imagine a room down here underneath the deck. Um, also, a, a small bump out on the back of the house is proposed uh, that would go over these two windows, and this window would removed, be removed, and a smaller one would be placed to the left of it. Um, I added a couple of these window slide uh, shots in here just to um, remind you all that we had the conversation that uh, this was not a contributing window on the left. This is a modern window that was, we don't know when it was installed. The windows on the right appear to be from the period of significance. They were probably a later addition because see how they're, they're cut into the siding instead of butted up to the top of it, which would be the usual way to put in an original window opening. But again, uh, the windows themselves are old enough to be from the periods of significance and we don't know when they were added in there. Another shot of the back of the yard. Oh, I mostly included this because I was so happy to see that yellow forsythia there in the lower left-hand corner. <laughs> it made me really happy. There it is again. <laughs> this is the north-ish side of the house uh, here on the left. The, um, the direct vent for a new fireplace would go right on this stucco parged wall here. Um, and this is where it is over here. It's kind of below where this meter um, is located now. It's just back here in the back corner, which is a staff thinks is a perfectly acceptable place for a vent such as this. Um, looking to either side when you're standing on the deck, this is the, this is the house to the south uh, between this house and Treasure Mart. And this is the one to the north, which has had a pretty recent addition put on the back. 
uh, it's this tan part and everything behind it. So you can see that these are both fairly deep houses. They're both much deeper than this one currently is. The plans, this is, this is the back of the house. You can see the new room here. It's clad in a, 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 not a, it's not a fake stone, but it's a um, cut stone uh, facing. You can see that the deck sits on top of it. It has a corner window. Um, these are casements. Uh, new bump out here is on the back. Here's the little new powder room window. Has a triple window across the back. Um, this is, staff feels that this is much more appropriate than the window that was um, proposed last time around. The little dormer up here has already been approved, uh, but it hasn't been built yet, so you don't see it in the pictures. Um, all the work you see here on the front elevation has already been approved. The dormer's up here at the top. This is the, uh, the, the driveway side elevation. You can see the bump out here. And right now, this is just a, shown as a flat deck. The railing's not drawn, but it's, it's, doesn't, it's not gonna look much different from the side um, than that does now. <clears throat> here we are on the back. We've got the deck on the back. And underneath it uh, is the new room. This work has already been approved. And here we have a new bump out with a little hip roof and a powder room window next to it. The railing design would match the railing that's already there on the back deck. And this is looking from the north side. This is uh, probably the biggest view shed change, just because you're seeing this wall now, where right now it's just open deck. And here's where the vent is located. I have all of the plans. I don't think we need many of them, but this is the existing, oh, uh, the AC unit moves over here to the side, but that was before you at the last meeting. Here's the footprint of the new addition off the back. You can see that it's inset uh, well in from the corner uh, on this side. On the other side, uh, you can see how that the, the wall jogs. This is all new wall. It's been replaced uh, at some point in recent history. and. The new wall is, is just an extension of that, but uh, I think that that's really quite appropriate um, given that it's an interior wall and it's been replaced. And uh, this is the corner of the house that I'm more concerned about. The main level plan existing, and here it is proposed. You can see the bump out here and the new little powder room. Um, any of you that uh, we're able to stick your heads in and see this kitchen on the last uh, site visit. We didn't we didn't go in at all, but we just um, we're looking at some of the, the gutted walls here, and it's it's a little it's a little tiny tiny space, and this will this would certainly open the whole thing up and make it a lot more functional, uh, and also moving some of these interior walls. And this is the upper level. Um, the only change up here is the dormer, which has already been approved. Um, lots of pictures, and then there's a uh, nice rendering here. That was part of the proposal. The roof deck would be a cedar roof deck um, sitting on top of the roof. I mentioned that it would have a wood railing system. The bump out is two feet six inches deep and 11 feet wide. And that's pretty much it for staff comments. There are some, there's window details. Um, these are Marvin uh, uh, windows, but let me go through the Secretary of Interior standards that best apply. 
uh, number one says that the property will be used at what, as it was historically or be given a new use that requires minimal change to its distinctive materials, features, spaces, and spatial relationships. Number two says the historic character of a property will be retained and preserved. The removal of distinctive materials or alteration of features, spaces, and spatial relationships that characterize a property will be avoided. Number nine says new additions, exterior alterations, or related new construction shall not destroy historic materials that characterize the property. The new work shall be differentiated from the old and shall be compatible with the massing, size, scale, and architectural features to protect the historic integrity of the property and its environment. And number 10 says new additions and adjacent or related new construction will be undertaken in such a manner that if removed in the future, the essential form and integrity of the historic property will be unimpaired. From the Secretary of the Interior's guidelines for additions, it's recommended to construct a new addition so that there's the least possible loss of historic materials so that character-defining features are not obscured, damaged, or destroyed. Also recommended to design new additions in a manner that makes clear what is historic and what is new. It's not recommended to attach a new additions that the character-defining features are obscured, damaged, or destroyed, or to design a new addition so that the size and scale in relation to the historic building are out of proportion, thus diminishing the historic character. From the Ann Arbor Historic District Design Guidelines for all additions, it's appropriate to limit the size and scale of the addition in relationship to the historic building, so it does not diminish or visually overpower the building or the district. The addition's footprint should not exceed one-half of the building's footprint or one-half of the original building's total floor area. And um, this, I didn't mention it, but this is uh, under 50% on both of those accounts. Uh, it's, it's not appropriate to remove or radically change a window that is important in defining the overall historic character of the property. And uh, that's it uh, for staff's comments. Um, I do think that this is uh, an appropriate design and uh, creative use of an already excavated backyard. Um, and I do think that it meets the Secretary of Interior's guidelines and standards. Thank you. Thank you very much, Ms. Thatcher. Um, myself and Commissioner Willis were on the review committee. So do you want to go give us your recommendation and report? Um, I would say I agree with everything in the staff report. I felt like it's a very thoughtful placement into how the house can have, be expanded and. I thought it really fits the, all the criteria are met, and I, I think it'll be a lovely addition. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, I also agree with, with the staff report and with, um, with Commissioner Willis. Um, the, uh, yeah, I, I don't have anything to add, actually. So let's just move on. Um, let's see. Uh, would the applicant please uh, come forward, uh, provide your name and address. For the, you can both come if you want. Um, <laughs> name and address for the record, please. And then um, just you have five minutes to speak if you have anything to add uh, based on the staff report or the review committee report. Yeah, I'll get it. Thank you. Well, I'm Jimmy Babalacqua, um, the designer on this, working with uh, Chloe. I'm Chloe Ferryman, just changed the name of two compo in the house, so whatever you guys have on file. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm happy with what you guys said. I mean, there's, there's not a whole lot more. I think we, we worked a lot from the last submission to try and make something that's, you know, more compatible with the neighborhood. Very good. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, sorry, commissioners, do you have any questions for the applicant? Didn't mean to, you might have yeah. questions or? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, Jimmy. Yeah. Yes, I will. Stay here. Well, I guess I'll start. So, can you, you speak to, I guess, the choice of the materiality of the wall for the new kind of 
addition at the, below the porch, and how how that's how you feel it's compatible with this sort of character of the, the property. So um, on two of the sides, kind of the street facing side and then the driveway facing side, um, the original stone foundation is visible. It's just the, the one side um, where the, the vent is going for the fireplace, where there's a parge coat, a uh, stucco parge coat put over it. Um, so, so we think that kind of a, just a, a natural stone, but it would be a one inch uh, veneer, cut veneer. Um, would, would match to the original kind of rubble foundation that's there, at least from appearance. Um, I was just going to ask Ms. Thatcher, she's got one sec. Some sort of photo of that foundation. Thank you. It's in here somewhere. There it is. There it is. We're not seeing it. I know. Okay. I'm not sharing it. Got it. <laughs> and so while Ms. Thatcher brings that up, so I mean, will you be able to see that part at all from the public right of way, or is it just like? like super well tucked in back there? It's well tucked in. I don't think you'd be able to see any of this addition in, in that it's below grade and you know from the street side. In the photo that we're looking at, you can actually see the handrail through, if you look through yeah. the porch there where the cursor is, Yes. that's the handrail that will be on top mm -hmm. of the basement addition. Gotcha. And this is basically from the sidewalk. It's actually closer than the sidewalk. So that's the corner of the top of the basement. So it's, it seems unlikely, like Jim yeah. saying, that, that you would see. Because okay. um, it's just those two sides that have the stone veneer? Uh, well, no. It, I'm saying the two sides of the original house have that stone. Yeah. Okay. The, the, the true stone right there that the curse is running over. Um, so that's the yeah, front and then as it stone. turns the back okay. um, yeah. where that piece of OSB is. Um, On the new addition, all sides all three that sides. are exposed yes. will have the veneer. the veneer, but on the, um, is that the south side, that's where the earth is coming back up, right? The grade is coming. So yeah, and there's very, you'll it. see very little of it there. Um, I guess this goes to Ms. Astrid. Um, do you have like a cut sheet or something associated with that, with the veneer the stone? I do okay. not. And yeah, I'm sorry. I usually ask for those, but um, I think I put it out of my mind because I didn't think you would be able to see it from the public right of way. Uh, um, so it okay. didn't really alarm me. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Any other questions for the commissioners here? For the okay. Um, in that case. I would now like to open the public hearing for this item. This is an opportunity for persons to speak for up to three minutes about this application uh, at 543 Detroit. Um, so at this point, either hit star nine on your phone or raise your hand in the Zoom screen. No one here present is coming to the podium, so 
and no one is waiting virtually. No. So I will close the public comment and I will, um, I will now ask one of the commissioners if they would like to make a motion on this application. Commissioner Ross. Okay. I move that the commission issue a certificate of appropriateness for the application at 543 Detroit Street, a contributing property in the Old Fourth Ward Historic District to construct a lower level walkout addition with a roof deck and a bump out off the rear elevation and to add a powder room window on the rear elevation and a gas fireplace direct vent on the north side elevation as proposed. The work is compatible in exterior design, arrangement, texture, material, and relationship to the surrounding resources and meets, sorry, the Ann Arbor Historic District design guidelines for windows and the Secretary of the Interior standards for rehabilitation and guidelines for rehabilitating historic buildings, in particular standards one, two, nine, and 10, and the guidelines for additions, building site and windows. Do I have a second on the motion? Second. Okay, that is moved by Commissioner Ross, seconded by Commissioner Willis. Is there any discussion? No, I mean, I, I same question about vision from the right of way, but you know, I just looked at street view and there's no, you can't see that. Okay. At all. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I think I would have a, I mean, not necessarily problem, but kind of questioning the choice of materiality. Um, but since it can't be seen from the public right of way, I guess I'm willing to go with it. So. Yeah. Just curious, what, what is the concern? Um, I, just, I guess I just don't know, know how compatible I feel that it is to the historic fabric of the building. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's that's kind of, yeah. Okay. My slight discomfort. Understood. I, I think. That's okay. Yeah. Commissioner Willis. Oh, I would just say that sometimes we have to really think about how the old blends with the new. And when you see the, when you're standing back there, it's absolutely, you can't see it from the street. Mm -hmm. But when you see it back there with the slope of the yard and the stairs and what already exists. A concrete it, wall. Yeah, or there's like a, looks, appears to be like a, the, a stone kind of retaining wall back there. Yeah, and, it, it makes, it makes sure. sense when you see it sure. there. But you definitely can't tell from the street what's going on. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, okay. I, I think this is, um, it's a, the the project is uh, benefiting from really not being able to see what the addition is, which is fine. That's why the rear yard additions are are preferred um, in the historic district. Um, and I think that little the the bump out that was created um, in the kitchen there is is very compatible. I mean, I I think it's actually like right on the edge of what would be appropriate in terms of uh, differentiation. It's, it's like so compatible, gotcha. um, but I think it's there. So uh, is there any further discussion? Okay, let's vote. All those in favor of the motion, please say yes. 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 All those opposed, please say no. So the motion carries. Uh, your application has been approved. Um, you've probably already gotten permits, but I'm to remind you that you're supposed to get permits before beginning the project, so thank you. Okay, moving on to F2. 
two, and I see it's crossed out, but it's on the agenda. So does that mean we are going to discuss anything or we just go we to a are, public hearing? We are not. We do need to hold a public hearing Very for good. item F2, although it didn't make it this far. <laughs> Got it. Okay, so this is 634 Turner Park Court. I'd like to open the public hearing for this item F2, 634 Turner Park Court. Raise your hand or hit star nine. No one is here. No. And no one's online. Okay, so now we'll close the public hearing for F2 and we'll move on to F3, 226 South 7th Street. Ms. Thatcher, the staff report, please. Thank you. Thank you. This address first appears in city directories in 1900 as the home of laborer John Gauss and carver Frank Groff, both of whom were renters. Features a stone foundation and Greek revival features that are unusual for a house this young. Corner returns a pedimented front stoop and paired sidelights on the front door. Um, helpful information about the construction of the house is included with the application attachments. There's a small rear addition with a shed roof that's from the period of significance. There's a small one-story modern addition on the north side elevation. Um, and the house is covered in asbestos tiles. The appearance and material of the underlying cladding is unknown. We are on the west side of South 7th Street, south of West Washington and north of Murray Court. It's in the floodplain of an Allen Creek tributary. Um, so the applicant is seeking HGC approval to construct a screen porch and mudroom on the back of the house a small shed dormer on the north facing roof for stair headroom, and a two-story garage in the rear yard, and to install two new sliding glass doors on the north addition and the north wall of the house behind the addition. So here we are at the house on South 7th Street. Just to the left is uh, uh, Waterworks Park. And um, the owners of this house are the owners of the house next door, the red house, which you may recognize from an application a year or two ago. So welcome back. <laughs> They've now bought the yellow house and are uh, working on an addition for this one instead. Uh, you can see that there are some old windows, some new windows uh, on this house. This is, the, um, this is the addition on the back that's from the period of significance. Uh, note that the driveway comes in here and there's a little yellow shed here. Um, a two-story building uh, with a garage on the first floor and an ADU on the second store is proposed back there behind the shed. I'll show you photos in just a sec. Right now, the roof over this small rear addition extends uh, to um, an, an unenclosed porch. It's, you know, it's, a, it's open on two sides. Looks like maybe somebody had it screened in at some point, but it's not right now. And this is the modern addition here on the left-hand side. There used to be an open porch on this side of the house, too, that was replaced with this slightly larger um, side wing. Okay, here's the porch on the side. Um, this is proposed to be enclosed, same footprint, same roof, um, same trim up top here and everything, but to just be enclosed to, to become a mudroom. Uh, and, and then this will become the more formal back door leading into the mudroom, which then leads into the house. Here's the other side uh, of that. Just um, let me see if you can see. I, I want to point out that this is like I never. This is like the coolest thing to run across. These soffits up here are pressed tin, which is mm. kind of crazy, and you don't see that uh, in the old west side very often. Um, and they go all the way around the house, and uh, it, it looks like it's supposed to look like like three or four layers of trim, um, but they are formed out of metal. They're patched at most of the corners. I was wondering if maybe they were an internal gutter system, but 
just can't tell um, from, from this angle. This is a better view of the side of the house that was part of the application materials. This is what you see if you're standing on the sidewalk. I always try to get the, the widest angle view of the backyard. And so a one-story screen porch would come off of the back of the house here where the, where the pink uh, caution tape is. Um, so you can see the extent of how that big that footprint would be. Here's the shed that would be replaced with a larger garage structure. And here's the footprint of the garage structure. I believe it's 20 by 20. Mm -hmm. Uh, which is a pretty standard size for a two-car garage. It would be entered, the, the, the overhead door would be on the front um, facing the street, so you would go in directly. All right, existing site is on the left. Um, South 7th Street is at the top, and the proposed here is on the bottom. This is really helpful because there are a couple of jogs back here. You can see this is where the mudroom exists and would be enclosed. And then this hashed area is the new screen porch, squaring off the back end of the house. Then the new uh, two-story garage would be over here uh, at the end of the driveway. Um, here's another view. Again, back porch is here, becomes the new mudroom, has a door in, has a door to the side, and this is the new screen porch. It's set in four inches from this rear corner, uh, and it's set in four inches from the mudroom corner to distinguish it. New sliders are located on this wall and this wall. This is the modern addition. Um, this is a wall that looks like it has one window right now. Um, existing and proposed second floor. Oh, I missed that there's a little dormer uh, proposed on the side. We will see it when we get to the elevations. To give headroom to make this uh, a more usable, more legal staircase to get upstairs. Okay, this is the existing and revised front elevation. Here's where the dormer is. It's very shallow and it's quite narrow. I, I think it's going to be uh, extremely inconspicuous. No changes are proposed on the south elevation. On the north elevation, this existing hip roof is wrapped around the corner um, and cut out from around the existing bedroom window here on the side. Um, this is to keep uh, some symmetry to the, to the, the, the roof of the screen room. Um, I think that there were probably, I doubt that if you just extended this around the corner that it would work well to tie it in. This looks like it's a little bit too high. Um, so this is a creative way to keep all of the light and access that they have in this bedroom egress window, um, but still uh, wrap that porch around. I'm not concerned about the loss of this hip on the back of the addition because this is, as I said, a modern addition. Um, Metal screening, AZEC trim, uh, pretty straightforward screen porch, uh, just, you know, on posts. This is the interior view where you can see the new door to the mudroom and the new sliders that go, I think, into the dining room. And this is the other view of uh, the interior of the screen porch with the other set of sliders. And this is, uh, this is a new half-light door. 
that um, specs are included for in the packet. Uh, existing west elevation, this is what it would look like from the back. You've got the new roof for the screen room. You've got the existing roof the way it was for the rear addition and the new mudroom door that's been sort of extruded out. Okay, moving on to the garage. First floor, it's a two-car garage. <laughs> There's a, a, a stairs on the side facing the yard, facing the backyard, I believe. Uh, it is an exterior stair, super straightforward, kitchen, bath, living room, dining room, uh, ADU or extra space. Here's the, the overhead door. It is proposed to be a single overhead door instead of two in order to minimize the, the, the width of the building. It's hard to get two roll-up doors into a 20-foot um, uh, uh, foundation for a, a garage. This is also in the flood plain, so it does have the open design of the flood walls. Um, these are open. These are not battens. These are just boards with spaces in between so that water can flow through. The overhead door has a breakaway panel on the bottom. Should the water get that deep, it'll just blow off and the water can go right through. Um, side views, it's pretty straightforward. If it reminds you a lot of one that you saw recently, it's because it's a lot like the one that was approved for next door. <laughs> All right, I have read to you standards one, two, nine, and 10. And I read you some of the ones for additions, but let me see what we've got here. Um, it's recommended to locate the attached exterior addition at the rear or an inconspicuous side of a historic building and limiting its size and scale in relationship to the historic building. It's recommended to design exterior additions or adjacent new construction which is compatible with the historic character of the site and which preserves the historic relationship between the building or buildings and the landscape. For new residential accessory structures, the Ann Arbor Historic District Design Guidelines say it's appropriate to retain the historic relationship between buildings, landscape features, and open spaces, locate sheds and garages in the rear yard, and use exterior wall and roof materials that are compatible with historic materials on the main structure and in the neighborhood. Also using a roof shape and pitch that replicates the shape and pitch of the roof of the main structure, and using windows and doors that are compatible in proportion and style to the main structure and the neighborhood. All right, I wanted to add that there is a pretty big tree that's in very bad shape. Um, it's right behind the shed here. Here, it's this one right here. I don't believe it's from the period of significance, um, but quite frankly, if it were, it wouldn't matter. See how both of these trunks broke off in the storm last week? Mm. <laughs> and this one is mostly dead, this larger leaning piece. Here's the large limbs that fell off of it. So there is a tree back here that is that is not um, a healthy tree or a savable tree. Um, so uh, putting the garage in its place would not have any impact um, on that. And with that, um, I do believe that this is an appropriate application. And um, I think that the, 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 the one thing that gave me pause was the, the creative um, use of the roofing to wrap around that window on the second floor. Um, but I think it would be more disruptive almost to to have three different kinds of roof styles here um, because you wouldn't want to just extend this one because this is the historic rear addition and so you got to go up somehow and then if you if you had three different levels I, I, I just I just don't know that I would find that compatible so um, I do think that this meets the standards and guidelines and uh, is an appropriate application thank you
Thank you, Ms. Thatcher. <clears throat> Myself and Commissioner Willis were on the review committee. Um, will you give your report? Um, I felt like it met the criteria of the guidelines that are established by the state, and I'm certainly interested in the thoughts of the fellow commissioners um, about the window and the roof. Thank you. Yeah, I, I agree with what I've heard so far. Um, I will just add kind of the feeling when you're in the backyard there, it's, it's very expansive, especially in the wintertime. Um, with no leaves on the trees, the, the parks next door, and, and you really have uh, quite an expansive view um, down the, through the middle of the block because of the park. Um, and I imagine in, in the spring and summer, it's quite the opposite where, because there's quite a lot of uh, trees there. Um, but regardless, you won't see any of the addition except for, for the side view um, from the sidewalk. Um, okay, so let's um, okay, let's let's have the applicant come forward. Please provide your name and address. And if you want to speak, you've got five minutes. Or if you just uh, are okay, then then you can say that and answer some questions. Hi, I'm Kelvin Hughes, at 220 Seventh Street. Uh, Heidi and Otto are watching on YouTube, um, so I'm sure wave. Um, I haven't got anything further to add. Okay, thanks very much. Thanks, Kelvin. Are there any questions um, for the applicant from the commission? Okay. Um, I did have a question uh, about the ADU. I, I just, um, the, when we're looking at the drawings, they're sort of squished and, and out of proportion on the, on the, the thing here. And I was just curious if, um, is the ADU, uh, I, I guess I'd say, right angle and parallel to the street, or is it slightly turned in a way? Because just, I don't know, something was looking turned, but maybe, I, I just wanted to be clear about it. So, so I'm Carl Huter, the architect on the Thanks, project. Um, the ADU is parallel to the south property line, which is not perpendicular to the street. Got it. So it is turned a little bit. Okay. Thank you for that clarification. Um, Any I, other questions? Sorry, I apologize. No. So, was, yeah, I just had a question about the ADU. I just followed up. So, is the ADU going to be front gabled from the street or side gabled? It's like like our previous submission from last, um, exactly twelve months ago. Um, it's you're going to see the side of the gable, so it the roof is moving away from you, so it mitigates the you know the, the larger massing presence of it. Gotcha. So the, the, the bay window looks out into the park to the south. Gotcha. So the front door will, you'll see the overhead door from the right From the away. street. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Any other questions for the applicant? Okay, seeing none, we will move on to the public hearing for this item. And so this is an opportunity for persons to speak for up to three minutes. And um, I don't see anyone here, but anyone on the phone could hit star nine or you could raise your hand if you're in the Zoom room. No one is indicating. Okay. 
we will close the public hearing. Yes, Carl's got it. Are you going to speak at the public hearing, or do you have a comment? Oh, I can, I can speak after if you can allow <laughs> no, me we, to. No, we've just closed it. Okay, so yeah. all right. Um, so Jill asked me to clarify a few things. So the, the width of the dormer is four foot four inches, the total width. And what, and when you go in the house, the second floor sidewalls are only about 48, 50 inches tall, and the stair goes up the sidewall of the house, and so when you get up to the top of the stair, you gradually <laughs> get shorter. Um, and the stairs are um, have a nine-inch tread and a nine-inch riser height, so they're very steep. So we're going to lengthen it out, move the landing, and, we, and we're going to put the headroom in so th this, it's more compliant. Um, of course, as we read through, the, the entire property is in the floodplain, so the only additions we can do on the house are open porches or screen porches. And, and as Joe pointed out, the garage, the entire lower level of the garage is sort of flow through. Um, the, I, we're still working on figuring out the date of the house. And I gave Jill some information. Originally, I thought it might be around 1890, but now I'm, I'm moving into the 1870s as we discover more and more interesting things um, about the framing of the house. And just like the previous submission last year, as soon as we can start doing uh, uh, the asbestos mitigation, we'll know what the siding is, and then we can, then Jill will see us come back and say what we're going to do with that. Hopefully we'll have that done before my drawings come in so it's clear what we're doing with everything. Um, all right, that's it. Carl, right. what, are the, what are the materials, the exterior materials on the dorm? Like fascia and shingles and well, I, I'm, it, it'll have asphalt shingles like the existing roof, the the, the little sidewalls that are going to be there. My hope is by the time we've torn off the asbestos, well, we can't. You don't want me to ape what's there, so I uh, I'm using right now. I'm using uh, flush board siding on the little um, the little mud room we're doing. So I'll I'll probably re repeat that up there. It's such. It's such a tiny little thing right. up there. Yeah. Anything else? No, no more okay. questions, it looks like. Um, so would the commissioners, would anyone like to make a motion on this item? Commissioner Fortner. I move the commission issue a certificate of appropriateness for the application at 226 South 7th Street, contributing property in the old west side Second. Very good. That was moved by Commissioner Fortner and seconded by Commissioner Ross. Uh, is there any discussion on the motion? Yeah, I guess I, I, I do still kind of have a question on the detail in terms of how the porch, how the porch roof will, and the wall, upper portion of the wall right below, 
how that's gonna kind of marry up with the mudroom. Like I'm not like what that junction is going to look like. Maybe the west elevation. Are we talking about a corner or a roof line or what? So it wraps around the corner. So when you're like at the rear elevation, when the, the porch roof is like, I, yeah, I'm just kind of curious on what that junction will look like. So the screen porch roof is going to come around in plain as the northern addition. Mm -hmm. And then it's going to break as we get to the old addition because we want to differentiate the old and the yeah. new. So it'll be one roof, the old addition has a lower roof pitch and the porch will have a little bit higher roof pitch. And so there'll be a step there. And then the porch, screen porch itself, is pushed back four inches from the planes of the existing walls. So it has okay. even more differentiation and it'll be all screen. So the material will also differentiate it gotcha. as, a, as a separate newer uh, object on the facade of the house. Is, did I make it or do you yeah, need more clarification? I, I got you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I a question on the window that's going to be lost to one of the sliding glass doors. Are any of those windows historic? Y yes. The, the window that's going to be lost to the sliding door is one of the original windows up to the house. As, as best I can tell, it's, it's a older double hung window. It's tucked so into that. Yeah, it's, it's like f four inches out of the it's right, corner. It's right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just don't have a good picture of it. Sorry about that. No, no, it's kind of lost to view in every way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, any further discussion? Okay. Um, seeing none, we'll go to a vote. All of those in favor of the motion, please say yes. 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 All those opposed, please say no. The motion carries. Uh, your application has been approved. Um, please note you must apply for any required permits from the city before beginning your project. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, yep. Thank you very much. <laughs> we like repeat business, so thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, Commissioner, we are moving on. Could you tell me who supported that motion? One of you three. I, Jennifer. I thank did. You. Yeah. Thank you. I did. Thanks a lot, Calvin. Yeah, it was Fortner moved by Fortner. Seconded by Ross. Got it. Thank I you. Know. Our job's more difficult when Commissioner White is not here. <laughs> okay. Moving on, F4, 804 3rd Street. Ms. Thatcher. This one-story vernacular frame house with side gable roof and front-facing gable porch was constructed in 1940, the home of William and Evelyn Mayhee. Ownership remained in the Mayhee family through the 1970s. The side addition to the north with a basement level front-facing garage was added in 1985, replacing a side bay window. The HDC approved roof work and a rear addition in 2006. Sites on the west side of 3rd Street, south of Cook, and it touches the southern boundary of the Old West Side Historic District. 
The applicant is seeking HDC approval to modify the North Additions three elevations. So all of this work is on a modern addition. Um, and I'm just gonna go through and show you on the pictures what they'd like to do. Um, many, but not all of the windows have been replaced in the house. There are some old ones. This is the, this, when I said that this replaced a bay window, now you can see where the bay window is. Um, we talked about this a little bit on the review committee site visit. These windows in the front have already been replaced, but there are a few old ones. This is the 80s edition. Um, the first work item is to take out this picture window and replace it with two double hung windows. I'll show you on the, on the drawings in a minute. Um, there's a row of glass block windows um, on this south, uh, sorry, north side elevation of the garage, uh, upstairs above the garage, that would also be replaced with two double hung windows. And then on the back of that addition, there are or were windows underneath uh, this boarding um, and this whole thing would come out and be replaced with something of a much more appropriate and modest size uh, and then a, a rear deck would be added to expand off of this existing rear entry. So a deck would run the width more or less of these windows. Uh, the railing on the deck would match this wooden railing that's already there on this part of the deck. And really, it's a pretty straightforward application. Um, there's lattice skirting. You can see these are the new windows uh, that are much smaller than those existing ones back there. New French doors. You can see the new windows on the back of the garage. Um, and here are the new windows on the front of the house. Um, really, all of this work is terrific and really is going to make the whole addition look a lot um, more sympathetic to the house. And materials would match for infill in the back here. Um, the lattice is cedar. There's composite trim. Um, cedar decking would match what's over here on the steps. And um, really, I don't have a lot to add. This is this is a this is a pretty easy one since it's all on a modern edition, especially. You can see the extent of the deck here. It's a pretty big deck. It'll be it'll be very um, user friendly, I think. Uh, I already read to you standard nine, and then. Um, from building site, it's not recommended to introduce new construction onto the building site, which is visually incompatible in terms of size, scale, design, materials, color, and texture, which destroys historic relationships on the site. I don't believe that this work does that. Windows, it's recommended to design and install additional windows on rear or non-character defining elevations if required by the new use. And um, this is a standard for new construction, not necessarily for additions, but it says it's appropriate to design the spacing, placement, scale, orientation, proportion, pattern, and size of window and door openings in new buildings to be compatible with surrounding historic buildings. Um, I think when we revise the design guidelines, we should reuse this one on additions as well because it's, 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 it's very well worded. Uh, not recommended to in introducing a new design that's not compatible with the historic character of the building. For decks, it's appropriate to install a deck in the rear of the property that is subordinate in proportion to the building and to install railings made of wood. Um, I believe that all of this work is appropriate and meets all of the standards and guidelines. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Thatcher. Myself and Commissioner Willis, we're on the review committee. Do you want to give your report? Uh, I agree with the staff report and recommendation. Thank you. Um, I also agree, and I'll just mention that this house um, 
is overlooking Worcester Park. And, um, you know, if the last house had a sort of an expansive view, this, this one is, is that, you know, and then some. Uh, it's really because it's sort of up on a, a hill, Worcester Park kind of goes down, and, and it, uh, it's quite an incredible view out of the back. I can kind of, I understand what they were thinking when they put those enormous uh, windows that didn't work out so well, but, but I kind of get it. it. It's really quite an incredible view um, and probably really fun to, to live on the park, um, one would think. Um, okay, so... Uh, yeah, and then other than that, it, like has been said, all the changes being done on the um, on the the modern part of the house makes this, um, I guess, sort of a, a cut and dry uh, application. So now we'll ask the applicant to please step forward, and I don't know if you really heard any questions, but uh, just state your name and address. Yep. You've, you've already done that, but yeah, Jimmy Bevilacqua, uh, thirteen eleven West Huron Street. Um, Again, I'm the designer for this. Uh, it seems pretty cut and dry. Yeah. So I'll answer any questions if you have any. Great. Any questions? Okay. Seeing none. Thank you, Jimmy. Um, we will open up the public hearing for this item. So now this is a, an opportunity for persons to speak for up to three minutes on this item. I don't see anyone here, but if you're in the Zoom room, raise your hand or hit star nine on your phone, and we'd love to hear from you. No one is indicating. Okay. So in that case, I will close the public hearing. And I will ask if there is any commissioner who would like to make a motion on this application. Okay, thank you. I move that the commission issue a certificate of appropriateness for the application at 208 South 7th Street, a contributing property in the Old West Side Historic District to construct a one and three four story addition with a deck to the back of the house, add an egress window on the second floor of the north elevation, and install a mini split as proposed. This doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound right at all. No, it doesn't. <laughs> wrong. Let's like redo one that. One three quarter story yeah. addition is, is where things went wrong. Let's yeah. redo that. Yeah, 804 third. Yeah, 804 third. Okay, I'm way off here. Okay, so. I got it right here if you want. Yeah, yes, please. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Ooh, okay, let's start that again. Sorry. Okay, I move that the commission issue a certificate of appropriateness for the application at 804 3rd Street, a contributing property in the Old West Side Historic District, to make the following modifications to the North Edition. Remove a central mold window unit and add two equally spaced double hung windows on the east elevation, remove three horizontal glass block windows and replace with two double hung windows on the north elevation, remove all large picture windows and replace them with a mold triple unit and a pair of French doors leading to a new 19 foot by um, 12 foot two inch deep deck with a railing to match the existing rear porch and two coach lights on the west elevation is proposed. The work is compatible in exterior design, arrangement, texture, material, and relationship to the rest of the building in the surrounding area and meets the Secretary of the Interior standards for rehabilitation and guidelines for rehabilitating historic buildings, in particular standard nine and the guidelines for building site and windows, 
as well as the Ann Arbor Historic uh, District design guidelines, in particular the guidelines for residential decks. Do I have a second? Second. Okay, thank you. That was moved by Commissioner Ross, seconded by Commissioner Fortner. Do we have any discussion on the motion? Well, I think the work sounds way more appropriate than a one and three, four story edition. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I support the project. <laughs> yeah, I mean, th this project, um, like I said before, is pretty clear um, what's going on. It, it's, it's repairing, uh, first of all, some, some items on the addition that maybe seem a little awkward um, in the historic district. It's removing those and replacing them with, um, with compatible items all on the addition. So very clear. Okay, let's move to a vote. All in favor of this motion, please say yes. 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 All opposed, please say no. The motion carries, your application has been approved. Please note you must apply for the required permits from the city before beginning your project. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you. Have a great night. You too. You too. Okay. Moving on to F5, 208 South 7th, back to 7th Street. Miss Thatcher. This one and three quarter story Italianate gable fronter features a cut stone foundation, wide board trim in the eaves, two over two windows and wood shutters. Though they're not original wood shutters, but they are shutters. Um, it could be older, but the house appears in the 1894 city directory as 12 South 7th Street, the home of painter Frederick Kuhn. In 1897, F. Almendinger occupied the house. Mm. House first appears on Sanborn fire insurance maps in its current footprint minus the front and back porches. Um, that was in 1916. That was when the Sanborns caught up to 7th Street. A small automobile garage was added by 1925 and the current large garage was built between 1925 and 31 um, and it is shown as an auto repair shop in 1931. The hip roof half wide front porch was added after 1948. This site is on the west side of South 7th Street, south of West Washington and north of West Liberty, and the applicant is seeking HDC approval to add a one and three quarter story addition with a deck to the back of the house, add an egress window on the second floor of the north elevation, and install a mini split. All right. Running through the photos, this house is remarkably original. You don't see this much integrity, um, or, you know, uh, left in the old west side. Um, it's, it's also just oozing charm. Um, the front porch is obviously modern, but it's very compatible. Uh, you can see the cool cut stone foundation. This little attic window is more than likely a, a, a new, um, and there's one matching on the, on the back. This is an original bump out, and um, an addition that's proposed um, doesn't even touch that, which I do appreciate. Uh, this tree is from the period of significance and appears on 1947 aerial photos. Um, and has forced the applicants, the homeowner and their architects to work around it in order to try to save it. Um, and the addition that they're proposing is on helical piers in order to minimize the amount of excavating that has to take place around that tree. You can see it here on the left. There is a, a, a Bilco door, a Dorothy door here that would remain. Um, keep that in mind as we're walking through the addition. Um, original windows on the back. The door looked original. I didn't get up close to it to look at it on the back, but a new uh, rear door, I believe, is proposed 
though it said something about reusing the existing one. So I'd like to learn a little more about that. Here's the big tree. It's, it's, it's just slightly past uh, the line of the edge of the, the, the Bilco door here. This window um, would be um, removed by the addition, but also it would be slid over. Um, so it's more central over here because as you'll see in a second, if it remains where it is, it would just be looking at addition because the addition um, pops back out here and sorry, I shouldn't even be explaining that right now, but keep your eye on this window. It's going to move. <laughs> this is the driveway side of the house. A small, uh, well, an egress window, egress size window is proposed uh, aligned with this first floor window because the new addition on the back will remove this required egress um, from the back of the house. And here you can see the pretty cool big garage. Uh, I'll come back to this slide in a second uh, because Commissioner Willis is kindly standing at the approximate corner of the new addition. And this was, uh, <coughs> excuse me, this was taken from the street. I'm sorry, I'm gonna start coughing. Here are uh, our commissioners as stand-ins for the back corner of the addition. <coughs> this is not an action shot of Commissioner Rockland. This is a shot of the house next door in the back <laughs> beyond it to show how far back these buildings go. And this is the house to the north. It also extends back farther than this house. You're right, Joe. It's one of those leftover cold things. You okay, know, just take take a second. Doesn't go away. Take a second. This branch is on the tree that we're trying not to impact, but it will need to be removed in order to um, put the addition back there. Big garage. All right, running through drawings. We have um, a one and three quarter story addition with a deck off the back. This, um, obviously this house is very low, and if they just extruded off the back, they would probably not get enough head height to have a full second floor. Um, so they have used these, these smaller gables to, to pop that roof up. There's a good explanation in the packet of what's going on back here. This is the existing north elevation. It's got a skylight up here. Here's the tree. existing south elevation with the, the very cool bump out and here's the Bilco door. This is the back of the house existing, front of the house existing. Okay, here's the site plan. You can see the footprint of the addition. It's inset um, at the northwest corner of the house and then bumps back out to align with it. And this is that basement door, and it's working around the basement door. Normally, I would say uh, I wouldn't recommend doing this bumping back out here, but they're so limited in the width of this rear addition anyway, it would become just a bowling alley of a room if they kept it inset all the way back and just pushed it out even farther. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that it's appropriate to make a little concession with that. They, and they made it deep enough that it's not just a, you know, a few inches or something. It's a significant 
enough gap that you'll be able to visually see where the where the rear corner of the house is. Um, floor plan. We've got an office, a mudroom. Here's the 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 um, deck on the back. Footprint calculations. Both um, the footprint and the uh, floor area came in under 50%, which is appropriate. And here are the elevation drawings. Um, there is cementitious paneling here. Uh, remember that this is on this is built on piers, so it's it's basically like skirting that you'd find on a porch. Um, but they're using cementitious panels there. There's a cable rail system. Um, the windows are one over ones. They're clad, and the the siding is hardy with a six inch exposure. Here's the, the 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 hatch door to the basement. There is a fairly large mini split unit, and here's the tree in the back. Um, I would like to confirm that nothing has to go on underground under the mini split. That the attachment will be well. Yeah, it, it'll it'll nothing it, there's nothing underground yeah. because it's there's not even a wall there. So mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, take it back. Yeah. And the rear elevation, pretty straightforward. It is a skinny addition for, for, for already stated reasons. And you can see our tree here off to the side. On the east side, this is the, the gable um, that you'd be looking at. Can you go back to the... Um, yes. The mo or if are you coming to the moving window? The moving window? Oh, it's right here. Um, this is the window that was moved over uh, probably four or five feet. This is the old window in its new okay, location. So they are using the old. Yeah, yeah. All right, and um, some models. Um, I did appreciate that the architects. Uh, really took the time to, to go through this all with me. We talked about whether it would be better to flip this gable over onto the other side. Um, decided that this worked better for various reasons. Um, and it's, it's, it's not a huge addition, but it's a pretty small house to start with. So it, it looks bigger by comparison. So I've been through uh, standard two. Standard five says that distinctive materials, features, finishes, and construction techniques are examples of craftsmanship that characterize a property will be preserved. I've read to you nine and 10 already. And I've read you most of the addition uh, guidelines, except designing a new addition is not recommended so that its size and scale in relation to the historic building are out of proportion, thus diminishing the historic character. Um, For building site, it's recommended to design new exterior additions which are compatible with the historic character of the site and which preserve the historic relationship between the building or buildings and the landscape. <coughs> there is um, some uh, statement on the plans about um, efforts that they'll be going to to preserve that tree. And um, from the guidelines for all additions, it's not appropriate to construct an addition that significantly changes the proportion of built mass 
to open space on the individual site. From land residential landscape features, it's appropriate to retain and maintain mature trees and the relationship between building landscape features and open spaces. Uh, finally, it's appropriate to preserve and maintain mature trees, hedges, and other historical plantings. Okay. All right. Um, let me see if I missed anything, but um, this is a large lot. It's an original 66 by 132 foot platted lot. There's there's plenty of room for an addition. It's um, it's really that tr pesky tree that's <laughs> getting in the way um, and requiring a somewhat creative addition to go on the back here. The house is currently 920 square feet and the proposed addition adds 458 square feet. And um, we didn't really talk, I didn't really talk here about the proposed window. Um, on the north side elevation, let me run back up to that a sec. Yeah, it's right here, it's this one. No shutters are proposed. It's aligned with this first floor window, which I think is an appropriate place for it. It's a casement, but it has a false mutton across the middle in order to be able to make it as small an opening as possible um, and still meet egress requirements. Right. Um, so that is it from staff, uh, I do believe that this uh, this proposal meets the standards and guidelines and is appropriate. Thank you. Thank you. Myself and Commissioner Willis were on the review committee. Um, would you give the report, please? Um, I think it's a pretty straightforward application and I agree with staff recommendation. Thank you. Um, I also agree with what I've heard so far. And um, I will just echo the, the amount of space available in the backyard is, is ample. So um, this addition will not, um, you know, it, it, it'll, feel, uh, it'll feel fine in the backyard. The, the garage is impressively wide. It's like three quarters of the width of that property. Um, and yeah, I wonder what the square feet, of, you know, it's probably as much as the addition. Um, so yeah, and, and like we saw to, to, to the one side, there's, there's sort of an apartment. Um, it's, and, and then the other side is a, um, is, has a quite deep addition already. So this, um, this will be compatible to, to the neighborhood uh, I think that you will be able to see this addition quite easily from the, like the sides, obviously from from the right away, just because it's the the full width of a property and the house itself is, uh, you know, as already stated, it, it's just uh, um, it, it's it's not taking up much of the front yard, let's say. So. Um, so yeah, you, you'll be able to see it, and, and that's why we appreciate the um, the the designer um, taking care in uh, in how it was designed. So, with that, let's have the applicant come forward um, if they are here, but maybe they're on the Zoom. Let me get out. I don't see them here. So so let's let's get them on the Zoom screen, and and please provide your name and address and. Um, you, you can comment uh, for up to five minutes, and, and then we may ask you some questions. 
Well, Jason is logging in here. If anybody else that's in the Zoom room wants to be promoted, I'm happy to do so if you raise your hand. Looks like we've got someone. Jill, we do have the, uh, the owner, John Carson, is here, as well as uh, a designer on my staff, Nicole Urban. Um, okay. If, you want to, if they want to participate, they're welcome to raise their hand. If not, uh, field any questions to as well. Thank you. Please state your name and address. My name is Jason Ennis. I'm the architect on this project. Um, I live at 1346 Ravenwood Avenue, which is where I'm presenting from. Um, I agree with all the staff comments thus far. Um, I think Jill covered all the things that we discussed in depth. We went to extreme length to uh, do every effort, I, I think, possible to salvage or save the tree. Um, and uh, our trying to be sensitive to the needs of the client in terms of living in a 920 square foot house, but also be sensitive to the site and the historic district. So happy to answer any questions that any of the commissioners might have as well. Thank you, Jason. Um, without going maybe into too much detail, can you explain a little bit about like what the helical anchors will look like or what will we see from the outside basically sure. is really our concern. Um, so. Will any of sure. that be seen from, from the exterior? It, no, it will be covered by the screen that's going around the exterior of the, the, the deck, essentially. Um, what, if, if you're not familiar, helical piers are essentially very large uh, screws, I guess you could call them, that go into the earth. They're driven with a, you know, a, a machine that drives them down and can register the amount of bearing capacity that the soil they're being driven into has, and so you can use them um, to reach the proper bearing capacity for the addition, and you essentially just have a uh, steel tube that comes up, and you connect the underside of the uh, structure to that, but we'll be covering all of that with the um, cementitious paneling that will wrap the skirt of the foundation. Very good. Thank you. Um, do any commissioners have any questions? like not okay um, so the um, the next step is the public hearing but we're going to pause on that for a second um, so can can you summarize the the materials um, like the cladding materials and how you're differentiating the addition from the existing structure Sure, the, the existing structure, uh, I believe, has a, a very tight um, uh, exposure wood siding, um, and we are doing essentially a hardy, hardy panel or cementitious uh, siding, uh, horizontal lap siding, similar to the existing structure, um, but with a, a slightly larger exposure. Um, it will probably be painted to match the existing color so that it would kind of fit contextually, but visually it would have a different scale and, and, and um, kind of appearance. So, and, and with that, I believe with that step in the foundational system, such that you can tell, I think it's very apparent which part is the addition with that step versus the existing structure. So, you know, we, we definitely tried to be sensitive to distinguishing it, but also fitting it contextually. Yeah, very good. Any, uh, any follow-ups or should we move on? Okay, thank you, Jason. We're gonna move on to the public hearing at the moment. Um, is that okay? Mm -hmm. All right, so I'd now like to move on to the public hearing. Uh, 
This is an opportunity for persons to speak for up to three minutes on this application. I'm not seeing anyone here. If you're in the Zoom room and want to speak, please raise your hand or hit star nine on your phone. All right, no one is indicating. Very good. I will then close the public hearing portion of this application and I will ask if any commissioner would like to make a motion on this application. I can do it now. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I move that the commission issue a certificate of appropriateness for the application at 208 South 7th Street, contributing property in the Old West uh, Side Historic District to construct a one and three four story addition with a deck to the back of the house add an egress window on the second floor of the north elevation and install a mini split as proposed. The work is compatible in exterior design, arrangement, texture, material, and relationship to the rest of the building in the surrounding area and meets the Secretary of the Interior standards for rehabilitation and guidelines for rehabilitating historic buildings, in particular standards 2, 5, 9, and 10, and the guidelines for building site and additions as well as the Ann Arbor Historic District Design Guidelines, in particular, the guidelines for, oh, guidelines for all additions. Thank you, and okay, thank you. A, uh, that was moved by Commissioner Ross and seconded by Commissioner Willis. Is there any discussion on the motion? Pretty straightforward. Okay. Yeah. Anything else? Okay. Um, yeah, I, I do agree that this is a straightforward application. I feel like um, the the house itself is is just has a nice simple shape, and so it's difficult to um, to be maybe compatible without um, with with all the challenges of program and everything like that. Where what you have to do inside of the house to make the outside. Um, actually uh, compatible uh, and um, and I think that this this uh, project does a good job doing that by using the hyphen in particular it seems to um, to, to just differentiate enough um, while remaining compatible and I, I'm sure this was a very challenging project to design um, just because of the the tree and and, and all of the interior um, requirements and requirements from the historic district. So um, with, with uh, no further ado, then let's move to a vote. All those in favor, please say yes. 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 All those opposed, please say no. The motion carries. Your application has been approved. Please note you must apply for required permits from the city before beginning your project. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you all. Have a good night. You too. Okay. I've lost my agenda, so I'm going to go online. Because we set up for the showing time is only until 8.30. All right, so that was the last hearing. And so we're going to move on to new business, G. And I do not believe there is any new business. And so we'll move on to minutes. And um, I don't believe you have any minutes, do you? I don't think we did have no. any minutes okay. this month, so <laughs> there's no need for approval. I will ask here now in part I if there's any reports from commissioners. 
Seeing none, we will move on to assignments. And I will pass it off to Ms. Thatcher here for assignments. We are looking at April 10 at noon for review committee for the Thursday, April 13 regular meeting. This is our last noon review committee for a while, I believe. Yeah. Um, if you get desperate. <laughs> it is um, Easter Monday, if that means anything to anybody. Hmm. Oh, yeah. No, it doesn't. Um, yes. Yeah, I, just, yeah. I was going to say, I could do the, I mean, once we get to the 5 o'clock, like. You're good yeah. at 5 o'clock. Um, yeah, like, yeah, 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 I'll, I'll do it. I think mm -hmm. I can do I, it. I can do it. Okay. okay. All right. Kathy and Dave, thank yeah. you both. Okay, put me Great. down for the first five o'clock. Got it. There. We'll, we won't <laughs> okay. forget that. Promise. <laughs> Funny. Um, That's when I have to bow out. Okay. Um, well, let's go to reports from staff then. Okay. Um, very quickly, March 18 is our retreat. I've got the agenda all set up. I'm working hard on it. And um, we're going to end up just back in the city room again, I think. Maybe even city hall. Uh, which would sort of be novel because none of you have probably been in a meeting downstairs in City Hall for a couple of years. So maybe that wouldn't be so bad. Um, or we could go to a park. Um, the library was suggested. They have some great rooms, but we can't get into them until 10, so we couldn't really start until 10.30, so we wouldn't get out until 1.30, and I'd really rather just be done in the morning and get on with our Saturday. Um, if anyone feels strongly about going to the library, speak up, but <laughs> okay. All right, so I'll let you know where we're going to be, in which city facility. That's it. Thank you very much. Um, moving on then to L, concerns of commissioners. Any concerns? No concerns. Good. Uh, have we had any communications? Um, I don't believe we do. There's, there was the Braun Court one listed on here, but that was a communication from you guys to city council, so you've already seen it. Very good. In that case, we're moving on to an adjournment. I now close the uh, Historic District Commission meeting for March 9th, 2023. Thank you. Thank you, everyone.